Hello and welcome to the Body Acceptance Podcast. This podcast is for women who struggle to love and sometimes even like their bodies and who want to build a more loving relationship with themselves through experiencing more joy, pleasure, and confidence. Each week we'll cover topics ranging from body image, intuitive eating, self-love, and so much more. If you're ready to learn practical tips and tools for loving the skin you're in, then you're in the right place. Let's get to it. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Body Acceptance Podcast. So happy to have you here with me today as we are over here in Japan prepping for our first typhoon. Uh, Apparently, I don't know what the difference is between rainy season and typhoon season, but um, rainy season just ended, and then now typhoon season is supposed to be starting up, which as far as i understand a typhoon is just a lot of rain with a lot of wind combined and it could set the power off thankfully we live on base so you know that's another thing that i am grateful that we ended up on base because apparently the power doesn't go out we don't lose power a lot here and where jason and i are living is up on a hill so We're not as susceptible to flooding and other things. And we're kind of, our housing unit is kind of hidden in this little cove. There is a giant tree behind us or a bunch of trees. And so those might, you know, blow into, I don't know, lose some branches or whatever. But overall, it's not supposed to be a really bad one. And actually, we have a potluck with our neighbors uh, all so our unit is a quad so there's four housing units or four little apartments i guess you could say and so all of the neighbors in each we all get along and sometimes we get together so tonight we're going to get together for a typhoon potluck i am bringing this jalapeno chicken casserole thing and i think one of my neighbors said she's going to bring some kind of ham and cheese and potato mixture that her mom used to make and then probably pop open a bottle of wine and just enjoy so learning to make the best of it over here especially the crazy weather i don't think i've ever been in weather this temperamental let alone lived in it so uh, that's probably been the hardest adjustment to living here other than you know the culture shock of course i think the hardest thing is just not being not feeling like i'm used to the weather so not always wanting to be outdoors i am kind of used to not wanting to be outdoors though living in vegas especially during the summers i think we only really came out at night and even then it was still so hot but at least in vegas it was socially acceptable to practically wear nothing whereas here in japan they're very modest along with this hot humid weather so I don't know. I think us as Americans kind of try and ride that line, but I know uh, the Okinawans and the locals are very reserved and modest and probably judge us a little bit for what we wear, probably because they're wishing that they could wear the same and get away with it. But anyway, uh, that's pretty much the biggest life update. Um, We have been starting to make friends and I actually made a few girlfriends that have husbands now that we're getting the guys together 
that's been really nice. I've start I started a weekly bachelorette watch party with a few girls. The nice thing about living overseas, like being stationed overseas, is the people become a lot more close. We kind of cling to each other because we all miss our families back home. And so there's a Facebook group over here for everything, and that's how I've been able to make my friends. So that's how I called in the group of girls to watch The Bachelorette with me every week. And then uh, a few of my other friends, Alicia and Randy, shout out to them. Uh, we've started to get together and have our husbands get together. We had our first brunch this Sunday. Alicia is a wonderful hostess, her and Gabe. And so it feels really good to be making friends, to be out doing things. We went golfing this weekend for the first time. And I think that's the ingredient that was missing because just a few weeks ago, I was struggling to adjust here and was feeling really depressed so I think a mixture of making friends, getting into a really good routine that works for me, and then right now my hormones feel really balanced, and I think that's part of me, again, like taking my morning walks and taking really good care of myself, and so I'm hoping that even when my hormones start to shift a little bit, I can remind myself to practice that deeper level of self-care and to continue showing up for myself because that's the time where I tend to fall off the wagon a little bit off the wagon meaning not taking care of myself as well because mentally I'm not there and what I've learned to recognize is that when I take care of myself physically the mental aspect tends to follow so that's what I'm hoping for, that I continue this stable mood and feeling social and um, and that even if I don't, that I will know what to do to get myself back to feeling good. Updates on the business and the body acceptance brand. I completely, finally re revamped uh, my website. I actually was only gonna rewrite the copy on it to reflect, you know, the change from all or something living to body acceptance. But I just got so into it that I ended up completely changing the um, the template for. So I use Squarespace for my website. I changed the template, completely rewrote everything, uh, and then I created this awesome body acceptance guide. That is free for you if you go to thebodyacceptance.com. You can sign up for it on the homepage and you can also, there's a separate um, link that you click at the top of the, the site and it says free guide. And so you just put your info in that. That gives you five ways, simple ways to begin your body acceptance journey. And if you enjoy that, then you're probably gonna love my body acceptance book. That is now available for pre-order exclusively on Amazon, Amazon, on Amazon Kindle. Um, and then other than that, this week I'm also restarting newsletters. So I had an email list that was uh, had a lot more people than it does now. Again, back with the All or Something brand. I wiped everybody out of that and I restarted my email list for people who really want the body acceptance message. So if that's you, then if once you sign up for my body acceptance guide, you'll automatically be added onto my VIP email list where I'm going to, oh my gosh, do you hear Orca jingling in the background? Her little bell. I'm gonna start um, sending out weekly emails again where 
I'm gonna do something a little bit different than I used to do. I think I'm gonna have like a weekly lesson. I was thinking maybe call it wow lesson, like words of wisdom lesson, what has really come up for me this week and what I wanna share. Along with, of course, um, any body acceptance updates, what programs are coming out, or obviously like what free guides I've created that week or anything like that. And then you'll get a link to the newest podcast episode and hear what it's about so you can decide if you feel like listening or not. So anyway, I wanted to give you a few updates because it's been a while since I've given life updates or anything like that on here. And now let's talk about this week's topic, which is five simple hacks for overcoming a bad body image day. If you find that you really love this topic and you feel that you want it in writing, it's also available in blog format at thebodyacceptance.com. I also once created a body love guide that has that's like jam-packed with actionable exercises that you can do to help improve your body image. Uh, that is not really listed anywhere publicly, but if you want access to that guide, then come find me on Instagram. I'm at Lauren M. Kendrick. Uh, and just shoot me a message or a DM and let me know that that is something um, that you want to get a hold of. If you don't have Instagram, then you can reply to any of my newsletter emails. I do get those. Or, um, or you can find me on Facebook, really. Facebook Messenger, Lauren Kendrick. And talk to me there. All right, so five simple hacks for overcoming a bad body image day. I feel like this is really important to talk about and really important information to have ahead of time and not when you're in the throes of a bad body image day. And I would say even after this long journey of healing my relationship with food and with my body, the one roadblock I still continue to face most often is a bad body image day. And for me, what a bad body image day really is, is just looking in the mirror and feeling negatively about what I see, uh, specifically pertaining to my body usually, is just looking in the mirror and just feeling like, ugh. Because, you know, sometimes you're gonna look in the mirror and you're gonna think, some, some mornings I look in the mirror, and this also for me depends on where I am in my hormonal cycle. And it's just crazy how like our brain chemistry can make up how we actually feel about our appearance. So say like when I'm ovulating, I look in the mirror and I'm like, ooh, girl. And then as I get closer to my period starting, I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh my gosh, like whose body is this? I don't recognize this body. Usually when I know, because I have really irregular periods and so my period will come on anytime from like day 36 to like 130 and so it just comes out of nowhere and usually I'll know when it's like almost right there because it's always the same like I'll put on because Jason and I go to the gym um, five days a week we go lift weights and I'll put on my gym outfit and normally you know I feel like all right like I don't love myself in gym clothes but it's whatever but on these days I'll literally just be like holy cow like I just do not feel like myself and then next day voila and the best part is that when the period is over i feel like a million bucks and i love my body for like two weeks 
And yeah, and that cycle begins over and over again. So I want you to know that even though I've done years of work around self-love and improving my own body image, I am not immune to struggling. It, the struggle never really ends. Maybe it does for some. Personally, for me, that hasn't been the case, and I haven't personally known anyone where that's the case. So I still have bad body image days, just like everybody else does. And as I always tell you, body acceptance is a lifelong practice. It's literally a practice, just like meditation or brushing your teeth or anything like that. You do it for your own sanity and mental health. So the difference between me having bad body image days and how I handle it now versus how I dealt with it in my past is that currently I don't allow those days to hold me back from living my most fully expressed and vibrant life. So in other words, I can feel crappy about how my body looks, but also remind myself that I'm still a worthy, wonderful goddess. So I'm still worthy of love and acceptance and being treated well. So maybe like a part of me is like, oh, you're disgusting, but that part is pushed aside and like, like girl, like you have no idea what you're talking about. And then the true me, my, you know, me at my core recognizes that it's just a thought. I don't have to believe every thought that I have and I can move on with my day. So it is possible to have insecurities while also remembering that you're a badass babe. And I know that's a paradox and it feels uncomfortable, but it is possible to recognize that. And then over time from dealing with all types of bad body image days, because I feel like it's, it tends to be something different each time, um, like, you know, like the root problem. And so most bad body image days or different body, bad body image days, that's the tongue twister, requires a different approach. So some days you'll be able to just do some quick surface level work and move on. And then other days it might feel a little bit harder than that. So you might need to dig a little bit deeper. So in this episode, I'm going to share the top five ways that I conquer those days when I struggle with my appearance. I ordered these from the simplest to the most complex. That way you can just start with like the basics and then see, okay, that didn't work. Move on to the next, move on to the next. Uh, And if none of it works, then the last resort is to just let it go and move on with your day because tomorrow is a new day. And just like anything else that I teach or talk about, I know it seems tedious and it seems like a long process and you're like, what the heck? Like, I'm not going to think about it that much or I'm not going to do that much to try and get over it. When I first present this information, it sounds maybe like a lot of work and something that you're not willing to do, but just recognize that just like with anything else, it takes time to learn and integrate something before it becomes second nature. So this might sound again, like tedious or like a lot of work at first, and you do need to be intentional about it to start. Then eventually it becomes like second nature. So I've started doing this morning check-in. So I found that like maybe 10 minutes of meditation, just sitting there is a little bit much for me. And so when I sit down for my 10 minute meditation or my 10 minute morning sit, I guess you could call it, that's when I check in with myself. And it's during that time that I can 
that I check in with like how I'm feeling emotionally and physically. And because I have all these tools that I've developed over the years, it comes second nature for me to think, okay, I'm feeling like this. I can use this tool to move through it. And so that, I think that's why it's so important to have just a giant toolbox of different approaches and different things that you can try on for yourself, decide if it works, if it's something that you want to adopt long-term or a mindset change that you need to make. And anything that you feel doesn't resonate or fit for you right now, totally fine. Just throw that out and move on, okay? So the first thing is to wear something you feel good in. This feel this sounds so basic, but it's so necessary because first of all, I feel like we we crowd our closets with clothes that no longer fit us or clothes that we wish looked a certain way that just don't work with our body type. Or maybe you just have a closet full of clothes that you use to hide your body and you don't feel comfortable in what you wear. And I know personally when I used to have bad body image days and I only like I tried to wear clothes that just like did that I didn't feel confident in it would be so hard on those days to find something to wear and that only made the issue worse then I would feel not only like gross about myself but then uncomfortable and I would try and hide myself especially if I had to go in public that day and it just wasn't fun. So on the days when I feel uncomfortable in my body, I get this like itchy feeling where I feel like I want to escape or crawl out of my skin. And that's why it's so important on those days for me to wear an outfit that makes me feel ultra comfortable and super supported. And all you really need for this is to have at least one go-to outfit for a bad body image day. And I, as I said before, the, the first instinct you might have is to hide your body or wear something like that just completely tents over, uh, like again, something baggy that maybe you don't feel you look good in it. I suggest finding something that you not only feel good in, but you feel like you like the way that you look in it. So for me, my go-to is an Embody jumper. I still don't know how to pronounce this company's name, but I'm like one of their biggest fans. I, I'm gonna call it Embody jumper. Um, and so I have, what, four of these, I think at this point. And then I even bought a romper version with shorts for the summertime over here. I love these jumpers and the romper because the material is so soft. I feel like the fit hugs my body in all the right places and I just feel so supportive. The nice thing about these jumpers too is that you don't have to wear bra or underwear because it's like double, it's like double layered material. So you can just let yourself be free. And that also feels really good and liberating. This is not sponsored by the way. I just really love them and I recommend them to anyone. They are a little bit on the pricier side because they are made of um, like really high quality material. It's so worth it though, because like I have a black one and you can do so many different things with it. So I usually, I have a bunch of flannels in different colors. I like to just wrap it around my waist and um, that's my usual go-to look, but sometimes I like to wear it with a jean jacket and some jewelry or just there's so many different ways. Um, 
what was the other thing I was gonna say about that? I forget, but um, yeah, I don't know. But anyway, I just, I love them. And oh, I remember what I was gonna say. So with a jump, with jumpers, normally I feel a little self-conscious in the belly area, like the hip belly area. That's another thing that I love about Embody is that they're, um, the waist area flares out. So it gives you that extra breathing room in your belly and just feels so good. So that's like the kind of thing you're gonna want to look for to wear on your bad body image days. And even if you don't currently have a specific outfit that you can think of for days like this, a few guidelines when you're searching for something is to make sure the material is comfortable. So you can do like velvet or cotton or breathable fabric or fuzzy, something that feels good to the touch. You want the fit to be loose, flowy, not too tight, but also not too loose. Cause again, you might feel that you look frumpy and that just perpetuates the negative feeling that you have already. So um, color wise, I don't think the color is as important or significant as how it feels. So you wanna focus on how it makes you feel. Although I tend to gravitate toward black, I always have, but if bright colors make you feel better or happier or I don't know, I also love the color maroon or yeah, just anything that makes you feel good. And the last thing I wanna say about this is just again, to remind you that if you're already comfortable in your body and then on top of that, you try and force yourself to wear something that's tight or it doesn't feel good, it's only gonna make you irritable and distracted. So start on a bad body image day by wearing something that you feel will lift your spirits. All right, on to the next thing. So I also wanna point out that, I know I said that these are in a specific order and you start with one and move on to the next if the first doesn't work. These are also things that you can, tools and tips that you can use alongside each other. So it doesn't have to be one or the other. I personally, so the next thing I'm gonna tell you or the next tip for bad body image days is to move your body. I recommend not only wearing something that's comfortable, but also focusing on movement as often as possible, really. Because I've learned and I've noticed that when I have a bad body image day, it's usually not related to how my body looks at all. It's actually more related to how I'm feeling in my body. So say I've just like come back from vacation or the weekend and I've been eating heavier foods than usual, or maybe I drink a lot of alcohol this weekend and I didn't really move my body enough, or um, maybe just in general, I haven't been consistent with my self-care routine. So I'm feeling sluggish physically and just kind of blah. That's really gonna impact the way that I see myself. And so it's times like this that when I feel lethargic, the last thing on my mind and the last thing I feel like doing is moving my body because I feel so gross. But strangely enough, that's probably the first thing that I should be doing. So your body was designed to move, literally. We're designed to move, that's how we keep ourselves healthy, not just physically, but mentally. So the more that we move, the more vibrant and energetic that we're gonna feel. So when I physically don't feel great in my body, I find a way to move that feels empowering and fun. 
I sometimes love to put on music and dance or I'll connect with my body through yoga and meditation. And you know what? I've even noticed often that I'll look in the mirror, I'll put on my gym clothes and look in the mirror right before a workout, before Jason and I hit the weights and I'm like, ugh, I don't like the way I look. Then we come home and I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh yeah, I look so strong. It's the same body, just a different mindset. So it only confirms the idea that usually it's a mindset thing that we're, that we're grappling with. And so just keep that in mind that usually the bo- your body is not the problem. It's what your mind is thinking and where your mind's going. So the key in moving your body or the purpose in moving your body when you feel negatively about it is to get out of your head and into your physical body and remember how it feels to feel good. The next tip that I have for you is to give your body extra love. And this again, just like movement feels counterintuitive because often when you feel insecure within your body, your first instinct is to want to numb out. Again, it goes back to wanting to escape your body. You don't want to feel all the negative, uncomfortable feelings. And sometimes the discomfort can make you feel angry or irritable. I know that when I'm struggling with body image, I often get irritable with Jason. But here's the problem. When you numb out, it often leads to more self-sabotaging behaviors such as eating or drinking things that you're doing in an attempt to feel better, but those things tend to make you feel even worse. And on top of that, you may even subconsciously punish your body for not looking the way that you want it to or not feeling good by withholding self-care or by just choosing to like say like, screw it. Like I already feel disgusting about myself. I might as well just gorge on whatever your binge food tends to be. So I know, like I said, it sounds counterintuitive, but when you're feeling this way, what you want to do is give your body even more love. So take a bath or a shower, lather up every part of your body with lotion, follow it up with a face mask, just find ways to pamper your physical body. So that's where that self-care that you know um, cliche type of self-care comes in the bubble bath and things like that because what you're doing is sending the message to yourself and your body that you're still worth it and even though maybe I haven't recently made the best decisions for you I still love you and I want to show you that I will take care of you and you can trust me Sometimes when I'm in the shower, I even like to thank all of my body parts as I wash them. So I'll scrub my legs and say things like, thank you, awesome legs for carrying me through life. Um, And I love to do that because again, it reminds me to be grateful for all that my body does for me. So through your actions, you can remind your body that she's worthy of all the love. Even if you struggle to believe it, do the physical and the mental will catch up. The next thing you can do is get to the root of the issue. So if nothing, the physical surface level self-care doesn't seem to be working, maybe you need to dig a little bit deeper in order to move past. This is something that I had to do often in my early days of healing my relationship with my body because there was still a lot of trauma that I needed to work through and still a lot of unresolved anger that I had toward myself and toward my body in general. So... Sometimes when I'm having a bad body image day, 
it's a result of comparison. It may happen because I'm looking at other girls at the gym or on social media and I feel that I need to look like them in order to be happy or to feel worthy. So the the deeper feelings that I have uh, from comparison or just anything else, not just comparison, but if I'm having deeper feelings that are making me feel unworthy at my core, those feelings often manifest into me feeling dissatisfied with my appearance. So an example of that is if I've been neglecting my feelings, I might choose to eat or drink instead of actually facing how I feel, which then leads me to feel like crap physically. And then I blame my body for everything. It's easy to put the blame on your body. And I've actually even noticed that if I stifle my personality or my sexuality, it can show up as a bad body image or as a body image issue, which is just so interesting and crazy how these issues can present in so many different ways. So the next time you have a bad body image day and nothing seems to be helping, try and get to the root. Journal about your experience and ask yourself questions like, Is the problem really about how my body looks or is something deeper going on? And the last chapter of my body acceptance book has an entire section full of journal prompts you can use. And once you get to the bottom of it and discover what's actually going on, then the body image part tends to sort itself out without you having to intervene much more. I'm also going to, by the way, put the body acceptance book into the show notes, the link for that in case you wanted to check that out. All right, so get to the root of the issue. I used to actually have conversations with myself uh, at work even um, if I was having a bad body image day and it was kind of messing with my work day and I felt distracted. I would pull out a journal and just kind of journal about it and ask myself questions as if I were working with a coach. So I would ask myself questions from the perspective of the coach and then I would answer as myself and then like question myself back and forth. Again, like you're working with a coach and that takes some practice, but eventually becomes second nature or you can actually choose to work with a coach about that. Um, the very, the last thing is if none of this seems to be working and you're just frustrated and you don't know what to do, take your focus, take the focus off of your appearance. So if you're having a bad body image day, you've tried wearing something comfortable, you've journaled, you moved your body, you practice self-care and nothing else, nothing seems to be working, sometimes it's best to just move on with your day. And this is where the idea of body neutrality comes into play. And I love this idea because it gives you permission to not necessarily love or hate your body, but to feel indifferent about it, to just feel like it's just a body. It it allows me to do what I need to do and it doesn't have to look a specific way in order for me to live my life. So most days I don't actually love how my body looks, but I love and appreciate my body for everything that she does for me. And that's okay. I don't have to try and force myself to love how I look. That's a very like surface level thing. Anyway, I'm so much deeper than that. So instead of worrying so much about how you look, switch your focus into how you want to feel and then extend that to others by focusing on how you want to make them feel. People care a lot less about how you look 
and a lot more about how you make them feel. So just take the focus off of yourself and into how you want to feel and how you want to make other people feel. So I just want you to know that I acknowledge that navigating body image can be really tricky at times. And society has a way of making us feel as if we should always like the way that we look. And if we don't, we should do something about it, like lose weight, get surgery, buy a specific product, etc. And as the founder of thebodyacceptance.com, I personally believe in merging the ideas that resonate with you most. So for example, I love makeup. I enjoy getting dressed up and looking cute. I also recognize that my worth isn't defined by my outward appearance. So I found a way of balancing out both beliefs that makes me feel both empowered and beautiful. So I can choose body acceptance and also choose to dress up and do my hair and wear outfits that I feel great in. You don't have to choose one or the other. So if you have enjoyed today's episode, first of all, I want to say thank you for listening. If you have enjoyed, go ahead and either share this episode with a friend or um, share it on your, take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram stories and tag me at Lauren M. Kendrick to let me know you're listening so I can give you a little shout out. If you don't want to do that, you can also just leave me a five-star iTunes review Um, or anywhere that you listen that allows for reviews. This is how you pay me as a creator. If you don't want to physically to actually invest money in any of my products, that's completely fine. I appreciate if you support me by sharing the episode or sharing, you know, what your takeaways or leaving me reviews that helps me more than, you know, too, because it allows other people to Come find me and remember that I do this podcast for free. It's my way of giving back to you. So in return, I appreciate things like that. Again, thank you so much for listening. I believe next week I'm going to read my favorite chapter from the Body Acceptance book. And the chapter is all about making sustainable, long-term healthy changes in your life and I'm doing that because the book let me see I'm pulling up my calendar right now yeah so the book actually officially launches next week so as a celebration I'm going to read a chapter and that'll help you decide if it's something you want to hear more of and if it is then you can get your own copy Alrighty, well thank you for being here it was so much fun to talk to you and I'll chat with you again next week Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Body Acceptance Podcast. Be sure you're subscribed wherever you listen so you don't miss when a new episode drops. If you love this podcast, I would so appreciate if you'd leave a review. The more positive reviews I have, the more this podcast can reach women like you who are in need of this message. Let's create a ripple effect and inspire more ladies to love themselves. And as always, feel free to share this episode with a friend or tag me on your Instagram stories at Lauren M. Kepler to let me know you're listening. Can't wait to chat with you again next week. But until then, remember that you're worthy and beautiful as you are right now.